Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It's Ashley, and I am the solo host today with my guest, Kaylin Miller-Keys. Welcome. Thanks for being here always. You're such a good constant in our lives. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me again. Well, we haven't talked to you since you and Dean got engaged. I know that you've given specifics of the engagement on Dean and Jared's podcast, Help I Suck at Dating, which is too ironic that the two of them are now in very committed relationships, but they still suck at dating. And let me tell you, Jared does suck at dating because we barely go on dates. And he's, um, I don't remember the last time he did anything romantic for me. <laughs> now I'm gonna. St- this is how I'm starting it off. Um, he used to be so romantic, and that's how, like, I guess life goes. But how has Dean been romantically 
since you guys got together to now? Have there been any? Has has there been any shifts? Has he been romantic? Yeah, I think he's more romantic than me, um, which I wasn't expecting. But I'm sorry if you can hear that. That's his motorcycle. He's taking off. Uh, he yeah. So start of the relationship, I feel like I was like more, not more into it, but like more romantic. I guess is just the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And then slowly he became more open and more vulnerable with his feelings and everything. And now he's suddenly the more romantic one. Oh, that's so cute. What was the last romantic thing he did besides propose to you? Because we'll get into that very soon. Uh, the last romantic thing. Well, at Thanksgiving, we did like, what are you thankful for? Yeah. And then he just said this sweet thing about how he is excited to marry me and spend the rest of my life, spend the rest of his life with me. So that was sweet. I don't know, like, romantic gesture-wise, what he's done, though. Yeah, see, Jared says romantic things. He says, like, kind, loving things like that all the time. He's really good with words of affirmation. But, like, I'm like, when was the last time you just did something because, you know? Just surprise me with yeah. flowers. I don't know. I know. Dean does not understand flowers. and he, I think he's gotten me flowers once in three and a half years. <laughs> I'm like, Come on. They're so nice. What would you – what would be your ideal – like romantic gesture gift from him um actually he just bought me this five foot tall gnome which i'm like obsessed with holiday gnomes so he i'm looking at it right now he like he does little things like that where he'll surprise me with gifts but i don't think he likes flowers like flowers would be nice to come home to every once in a while i get i get how guys think about flowers though you know they think they die and you know what's the point I think the gnome is actually way more romantic because it's very personal, a five-foot gnome. I just let – if that's romantic, then my gesture was romantic as well. (laughs) Uh, We were at Home Depot looking for fake Christmas trees, and Jared saw a nine-foot Grinch, a blow-up one, and he has this thing where he loves – cheesy holiday decor for outside it's like that's what his dad was into like plastic things and blow up things and I'm like this is so embarrassing no but this was so like I was so like irreverent that I was just like okay yeah you you I, I see you eyeballing that get it satisfy your little your Christmas elf self and and do it so oh, I'm sure it'll be blown up in the front yard later this week Uh, (laughs) i'll get a good laugh out of it that's awesome anyway we uh could talk more about this later when we're talking about holiday traditions because we're going to do a little bonus podcast about our holiday traditions and favorite things so right now i want to dig a little bit deeper and of course into the engagement so my thought is that you guys this like wasn't a surprise to you at all am i wrong um, it was. I always thought he was proposing in Kauai and then he lost the engagement ring. So then I was like, I, I guess he's not proposing. But I knew he was going to propose by the end of the year. But losing the ring really threw me off. So you thought he was going to wait until he found the ring or got a new one? Yeah, I thought he would wait until he found it. But like you guys knew that you were going to get engaged and like you knew there were what there was going to be a proposal because you even went and picked out your ring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been sitting in our drawer for like four or five months. And so you've known this. Was, yeah, yeah. Did you look at it in the drawer? Yeah, I have like photos of it on my hand. I would try it on all the time. And it's obviously now been lost. 
Now, for those who are wondering, what is this about a lost ring? Well, (laughs) Dean actually lost the engagement ring that he was in the first place resistant to get for Kaylin because he didn't want to spend money on a ring. You know, Dean, a little little hippy-dippy, kind of thought that it was superficial and not worth not worth it you know but you really wanted the ring that you wanted and he ended up yeah. i don't want to say caving but seeing your side yeah seeing yeah seeing my side we had so many conversations about it he like doesn't understand and now like in the wedding plan aspect he just doesn't understand how things can cost so much so he's like how could a ring cost so much and now that we're wedding planning he's like how could a wedding cost so much so it's just about like easing him into things and like starting small and then getting a little bigger. Was there anything about you guys splitting the cost of the ring? I just wanted to buy it because I knew he like didn't want to buy it. And I was like, there's a ring that I want and I am the breadwinner in the relationship. So why shouldn't I? And I'm wearing the ring every day of my life. So I was like, I don't think it's right that you should pay for it. And then we came to the compromise that I would buy him a truck and he would buy me an engagement ring. Oh, that's sweet. Were they on yeah. par price-wise? <laughs> yeah. Well, I put down a down payment. Okay. And so then, yeah, he's paying off the rest. Okay. That's so nice. So the the ring you had been eyeing for a while, when did you actually say like, okay, let's get it? Um, He came home one day. Yeah. He... I, I found the ring and then it was purchased by a jeweler and they were like, all right, you just have to pay for it. So I sent him the link to pay for it. And then he's like, no, I want to buy it from somewhere else. I still, to this day, have no idea where he got it from. So then the jeweler had to return it back to where they purchased it from and he bought it. And then we were on a trip. I think his friend took him to the airport and his friend was like holding on to it for like three weeks or something. Did he have it when he climbed Mount Everest? No. Okay. No, because it was here. Because you're like, I tried it on during that trip. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I actually flew it to New York because I was going to have my jeweler make it into a ring. And I'm standing in front of the door. And Dean's like, no, my meeting's at 9 a.m. It's 8.59. And I was like, all right, I'm about to drop it off. And he's like, no, take it back. Like, I want to make it. So, like, it was literally about to be, it's still just a loose stone, wherever it is. It was about to be made into a ring. And then. Oh, wait, how, how did you put a loose stone on your finger? I would just like rest it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you found the stone that you really liked. And mm-hmm. then the jeweler was going to put the stone on a setting. But yeah. he was insisted on one particular jeweler. Was he going to get a little bargain? No, I, I don't know who it was. I don't think he was going to get any sort of discount. Also, like we had been talking about this for months i was like i'm going to new york i'm gonna drop the ring off we had been talking about this so much and then once i'm there i like flew it safely to new york with me i was stressed about it the whole time he's like never mind i want to make it i'm like how do you just we've been talking about this for so long but that's kind of on par for him so he wanted to have something to do with the design did you have the design laid out exactly how you wanted it of the setting i'm very particular yeah okay yeah (laughs) but then i was excited about that i was like it's super sweet that you want to do it. And I think it's more romantic that yeah. way. And I'll be surprised when I see it for the first right, time. Right, right, right. So I get that. Like, that seems like a, like, I like the, that there's some sort of surprise component to the proposal. But then, yeah. but then he goes and he loses the ring. Why was it in a 
junk drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> just a loose stone. I'm I told yeah. I'm told via my husband that it was a loose stone wrapped in a napkin in the kitchen junk drawer. Why wasn't this one at least in a little jewelry case, let alone yeah. like in a safe in some something? Well, that's why I'm confused where he bought it from, because that's how it w- he purchased it. It was just wrapped in blue tissue paper and still, as long as it's not in the garbage somewhere, it's still wrapped in loose tissue paper somewhere. But I guess he came home and it was just sitting on the counter. So I just put it in the drawer and it sat there for months. And then I was checking in on it periodically. I would like go to try it on. And, and then I kept hinting, like, if you're going to propose by the end of the year, this takes a while. You should probably go get it made into a ring. And he asked me to stop pressuring him to get it made into a ring. So I stopped asking and I would still check in on it periodically. I checked one day and it was gone. So I was like, okay, he took it to the jeweler. Um, Turns out that that is when it went missing. Because the next day he was going to go take it and he was then confused where it was. So, Kaylin, (laughs) I can't get over this. And now I'm even more mind boggled as to how this has all happened because my theory was that you didn't know it was in that drawer and you saw like paper something in the drawer and you're trying to like clean up and then you just tossed it out how did it actually just disappear it's so weird and we spent hours and hours we have a camera that points directly like in their kitchen has a perfect view of it we spent hours going through the footage and trying to figure out when he took it, because I wouldn't take it. It's not, I have nowhere to put it and no, nothing to do with it. If I did, I would put it right back and we cannot find when he moved it. So I don't know. I'm not even sure that ring, I guess like ring insurance is not even a thing because it wasn't a real ring yet. So you yeah. wouldn't have had it insured. So you just like just thousands of dollars down the toilet. Yeah. And he's been spending all day today working on his motorcycle. I'm like, why aren't you searching for this ring? He is so nonchalant about it i'm like i don't think he cares that it's gone this is because he doesn't value money (laughs) yes seriously (laughs) this would frustrate me to no end if i lose like let's just say a a set of like hundred dollar headphones i'll go crazy you know like i will always scour my brain like right now there's one thing in this house that oh yes okay so there is a camera a baby camera and when we moved I, I, I thought that the baby camera was in a, like, um you know, one of the storage bins in the basement. So I was like, oh, no problem. When I need that, when his crib goes upstairs, I'll just go scour those bins. And now I can't find them at all. And I think about it almost daily. And it's like a $200 camera, let alone a gemstone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how I am, too. And that's how most people are, but yeah. not Dean. So how many, like, did you guys, like, get angry? Like, did you get, like, at a fight about this? Because I would have gotten, yeah, it would have been ragey. No, I'm trying to be very cool about this. I tend to really stress and, like, I, yeah, we can get in fights over my stress. And I've really tried to just be very calm throughout this whole situation. So far, I have been, but I'm losing patience. <laughs> just because it's not even, like, I'm happy with the ring that he got, his replacement ring, but... I'm like, how do you lose that much money? I'm just confused. Hmm. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, 
would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, let's get, let's try to get past the fact that the ring is, the stone is missing and get to the engagement. So you you initially thought that if the ring were a thing, that the engagement, like the actual getting down on one knee would be in Kauai, a part of Hawaii. Um, did you expect it to be when it was after a hike of the century, the hike of the century, like literally one of a hike that people have died on, that experienced hikers have died on. Um, there's apparently a very narrow pathway um, between like the edge of the mountain and like the ocean, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so explain that whole day to me. Um. Yeah, I, gosh. It was, it, it ended up being a great day, but like leading up to it, it was miserable. I was miserable. And a week before I started Googling, like, what should I pack? What should I bring? What should I know? And that is when I started to freak out because people are like, this is not for novice hikers. And I have hiked, but I don't enjoy hiking. I'm not in hiking shape. Um, it's just like a specific type of shape that you need to be in that I am not in. And I'm very clumsy. Like, I feel like my center of gravity is off. So I'm always like tripping. Oh my gosh. And there's like no railing. Nothing. There's <gasps> nothing. It's just like a drop off. And if you fall, you die. <gasps> Did you terrifying. hug like the, 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 the mountain the entire time, just hand palms on the mountain during that yes. section. That's exactly okay. how it was. I was like hugging the wall okay. and skipping across. Um, yeah, it was terrible. And I was really mean to Dean right before he proposed. And I told him I would never hike with him again for the rest of our lives. Um, I just kept asking him, I was like, how could you do this to me? And looking back on it, I'm like, I was so dramatic, but I really thought I couldn't do it. And I 
could potentially die. How, like, okay, so you were mad because once you got to that spot, the spot that he actually got down on one knee is like the end of the hike, right? And it's like the final destination that everybody loves to go and see. Mm-hmm. So you had finished half the hike because you got there and then you still had to go back. Were you mad at him because you really thought that you were in danger on it? Um. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were still about two miles from the beach, I think, two or three miles. Oh, and so the whole time I was thinking, if I can't even do this now, like I then have to hike out tomorrow. How am I going to do this again? And so that's when I started to panic. I was like, maybe I can do this once, but I can't do it twice. That's where a lot of the anger came from. Okay, so it's 22 mile hike, right? 11 miles to the beach and 11 miles back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's the same trail. Same. So yeah. You, yeah, you do have to do it exactly all over again. Yes. How um, it's interesting that you say that you're not a hiker. You're not a fan of hiking because I feel like that's all Dean has you do on vacation. I know. And all I want to do is like tan or shop or just like lounge around. And he everywhere we go, we either have to be rock climbing or hiking. Do you guys compromise on that? Yeah, I feel like we hike maybe once every trip and then we do everything I want to do for the rest of the trip. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Okay. So yeah. he gets down on one knee by doing something really cool. Can you explain how he got it all on camera? <laughs> yeah. So he set up his tripod and we always take, that's the only way we get photos together is if we set it up on our tripod and just have it auto shoot. So that wasn't like, I wasn't suspecting anything. Um, and then he walks over and we're like taking photos and kissing and doing like how we normally take photos, very romantic. And then he was like, I saw this TikTok because he was filming on his phone too. And he was like, let's stand back to back and then we'll spin and face each other. So we did that two or three times. And then he pulled out the ring and got down a winning. He pulled out the ring? Oh yeah, he got a, he got a, it's not a fake <laughs> ring, it's a real <laughs> ring. But <laughs> he got, <laughs> the day before we left, he went to a jeweler and then picked this one up. Oh, that's so cute. So you do have something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, yay. That's yeah. so cool. And that's why I'm like, this is fine. Like, I don't care. But I just can't believe that that much money is lost. I know. Oh. You'll get it. <laughs> you'll, you'll find a way. I'm surprised yes. that. Are there are there jewelers that have reached out and said that they'd like to do an exchange for you on social media for a new ring? No, none. Really? After all these stories? Yeah. I think none. that somebody would have dollar signs in their eyes. Someone, please. But I think so. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to get a moissanite ring. And what, what, Is that the lab grown? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just seems like such a great option these days. I know, and I wish I knew that beforehand because I never would have bought Dean that truck because, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, the moissanite ring, I think, is in the same carrot that he got is about two or three grand. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, and it looks the same. Oh, there's going to be, I'm going to say that, like, engagements going forward, they're going to have to be, like, at least 50% those. I know that, like, it's not a totally new thing, but I've been hearing about it so much lately, and these rings are they're gorgeous. They're the they are diamonds. They're just not mine diamonds, which is great for, you know, the fact that a lot of diamonds we don't know how they got on our fingers, you know what I mean? Right, right, for sure. And I wish I would have known this before too, because everyone talks about how expensive wedding planning is and like weddings are in general. 
And now I spent that much money on a truck, which I could have put towards a wedding, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he loves his truck. He does. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to change your last name when you do get married to Belle, which is Dean's mom's last name. How did you come up with that idea? Uh, Dean came up with it, I think, a year, a year or two ago. We were with his family, and or I think he mentioned it to me first, and then he brought it up to his brother. He was about to get married. His brother loved the idea, so now they're Bells. His other brother got married this past summer, and they're also Bells, so we're the last ones. No way. That's so cool. That's really sweet. Yeah. That's a really sweet dedication to his mom. Um, So you have obviously started wedding planning because you've been talking about how expensive it is. And and it is. It is very, very (laughs) expensive. It's crazy. And it's the little things, the little details that will get you like audio. If you like choose a wedding venue, that's not an act like a traditional wedding venue. You'll need to pay for audio. You'll need to pay for lighting. All these things that you don't really think of. And those are like in the thousands. It's, It's so crazy. So what are you guys planning? Like what kind of wedding? I can only imagine Dean getting married outside. Yeah, yeah. It'll be outside in Aspen, um, which is he decided he wanted to get married in Aspen. We were going to elope in Italy, but then he decided we want, or I guess we came to the decision together. We want all our friends there. But Aspen is like one of the most expensive places to have a wedding. Mm-hmm, I've heard. And Yeah, I don't know. It's so stressful. And there's one point I started getting quotes because everyone talks about it, but there's no real transparency with it. They just say it's expensive and that's it. And so then I started getting getting hit with numbers and I got really overwhelmed. And then I decided I didn't want to get married anymore. But (laughs) (laughs) So wait, why not elope? Like you just said, when you got hit with numbers, you didn't want to elope. Why can't you do something like with a small amount of friends and elope. Like, I feel like an elopement can also be like a mini wedding. Yeah. The problem is we're planning our engagement party right now in that uh, I booked the venue. The max is 40 people. And already I'm like, we're going to hurt so many people's feelings just for the engagement party. And that's because Dean has 80 friends that he needs to invite. So I don't know. It's stressful. He is a social butterfly. It is really hard. And somebody's feelings always get hurt when it comes to weddings, whether it's bridesmaid selection or just the invites. Right. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel 
talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? um say less this is really really interesting so to check it out you can search smart money happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts just search smart money happy hour and hit that subscribe button which i just did your wallet and your next road trip will thank you hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher i'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. 
myself as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You guys had, like, these rumors surrounding you that you had a wedding in Europe years ago or like Mm. some form of commitment ceremony. Is that true? Because now that the engagement has just been such a big thing, it feels like you guys really weren't married. No, we never were. Dee just likes to say things and stir the pot. And that's all that was. He got you (laughs) along with it too. You were all coy. (laughs) I know because I never wanted to ruin his little thing. So I was always like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are really good actors. I was convinced. I was like, yeah, I think they're married. It's just not legal. It's like a committed thing. You know, like they're together for life. And there was like some shaman situation. Dane would never do that. It's going to be hard to get him to show up to the wedding. He would never do like a commitment ceremony. He wouldn't? I don't think so. I could never see him doing that. But I can't see him signing legal documents. I know. But what's great is that he he has two older brothers and an older sister. Everyone's married except for him. So like once he sees his older siblings doing things, Mm -hmm. then he's like, okay, I could do it too. All right. Well, before we let you go, we have got to talk about your new podcast So you love crime. So you have a new podcast with iHeartRadio. It's called True Crime Reality, in which you interview reality stars about crimes that they've gone through. I was able to listen to the first episode like in person when Ben Higgins discussed his hilarious encounter with cocaine um, in Miami as a teenager. And it's all caught on like the show Cops or is it Cops? It's something it's like something that. It's something like yeah. that. And he has the most like non-Bed Higgins sign-off. You have to listen just for the quotes that you can somehow find on the internet out there of Ben Higgins, ben Higgins saying something that is so not Ben Higgins. But anyway, <laughs> Kaylin, it's your podcast. Explain how um, it's handled and some of your special guests so far. Yeah, so Ben Higgins was the very first guest and it couldn't have been better because like Ashley said, it was just such a non-Ben story. Um, And so there are like some funny crime stories, but then there are also serious stories. Um, We covered a murder and we this week we covered uh, Graham Bunn came on and we talked about the Vegas shooting. So yeah, it's like lighthearted sometimes and heavier other times. And I think this week was amazing. This is the first time Graham has ever talked about being in the Vegas shooting. He was on stage when it happened. He and was on stage? Yeah. He was like side stage. So he was on stage, but standing just to the side oh when gosh. it all started. And he just like really went into detail, talked about how he escaped. And then he came back to try and find his friend and really, really, really heartbreaking. Um and it's it's been interesting to just talk to so many different people. I also talked to um, Tara Newell from Dirty John, who 
spoiler murdered dirty john so there's just some crazy I did stories a podcast oh you did yeah and i had just watched you know the you know the docu-series dirty john yes. and i was like a little starstruck by her i was like oh my god this is the same girl with the same the voice you know right it's yeah. so crazy <laughs> Well, speaking of wedding planning, I have a great place to suggest for you, Kaylin, or anyone planning a wedding. It's Terranea. We love Terranea. Jared and I have stayed there before. It's um, a luxurious oceanfront destination uh, located on 102 acres of Palos Verdes Peninsula, just south of Los Angeles. There is panoramic views of the Pacific Ocean and Catalina Island. You can actually see it. It's pretty amazing. Um, they have spacious, comfortable accommodations, including over 300 guest rooms, 31 suites, um, ocean view rooms. 20 bungalows, 32 villas, um, and they also have an award-winning golf course, a full-service spa, and um, an amazing wedding and event space. So, hey, when it comes to wedding planning, put Terranea on your list, Kaylin. <laughs> All right, well, Kaylin, you are rocking that as host, and I want everybody to go check it out. It's true crime reality, and you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Kaylin, thank you so much for joining us and giving us all those details. Yes, thank you. All right, we'll see you soon. I guess we'll sign off the way that we're supposed to sign off. Are you ready? Remember how we do it? Until next time, I've been Ashley. I've been Kaylin. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.